welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker Studio. My name is Ralph, and, and I'm here. I am Michelle. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do that. So sorry. we're here. Juan's also here. He's testing out his awesome 3D camera. And yeah, we're it's, at it's, a, it's a nice toy. Um, <laughs> Black Friday. I found like <laughs> a really, really good deal on it. And I'm so excited about <laughs> trying to play with it. Michelle is testing uh, her camera too. Yeah, They're, they got these cool gifts. Um, we're going to celebrate Juan's 40th, so say happy birthday, audience, if you're out there listening. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're at the Black Orchid Lounge. Uh, we're going to have some cocktails, some beer, and today we're talking to Kathy Chen of Nomu Cafe and the Fab Lab, uh, and that's right beneath the art space lofts downtown. Hey, Kathy. Hello. How are you? <laughs> good, good. A little bit stuffed from Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. dinner. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Still digesting. Probably won't <laughs> eat for another week. Uh, but, yeah, pretty good. Doing well. So, yeah, we all had good holidays. Uh, I came... This is like Thank my... You. I don't know how many times I've Thank been here you, this Alex. week. Thank you, Alex. But I visited Joe, Jose, the bartender, and gave him a plate. Yeah. It was really good. I, oh, he was so grateful for that. Everyone's got a reason to be thankful. Yeah. Thank you, Alex, for... Sir? giving us these delicious cocktails. So what do we have in front of us? I have something called From Russia With Love. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is that a beer cocktail? It's a beer cocktail. Whoa, it's so yeah, dark. So, oh, it, yeah, exactly. It's Russian stout. Is it a coffee stout? Chocolate stout? It's a Russian stout, so oh. it has a little bit of coffee in it, and it has some Kahlua, and it has some apricot. So it's nice and sweet. Awesome. Mm, yeah. That sounds delicious. Really what yeah. do you have? I'm having a, uh, I call it a mezcal gin Ooh. Negroni, but it's not really a mezcal gin. It's an agave-based gin Negroni, mm-hmm. and um, it's delicious. Actually, I just had a little bit. Yay. Cheers, guys. So Cheers. what do you got? I've got uh, the Old Salty Lady Goza. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I need something light, I'm going to be drinking at an art show later on today. So I don't want oh to yeah, you got a bunch of those uh, yeah. jello some shots. Jello shots from Eskimo Hut. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> 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 gonna spread some joy and chaos. You're at just gonna the be the guy that shows up with us. <laughs> jello shots everywhere Rob you go. Just went yesterday and got like thirty. I got thirty jello it's, uh, shots. Half off on Thursdays. So I did some quick math on my phone and I was like, yeah, I can swing that. Thirty is a good number. <laughs> <laughs> nice round number. All right. And what do you have, Kathy? What is I got something called House of the Rising Sun. It's a bourbon-based drink, and it has uh, St. Germain elderflower, lavender bitters, and a bunch of stuff that just Some sounds beet. so delicious. A little has, bit of beet juice Yeah, beet there. juice. That's what gives it this like vibrant, deep red color. So I had the pleasure of, of meeting Kathy at an event held in the Fab Lab, um, and this was um, like co-hosted with Robert Leal, uh, and it was a great like yoga and meditation um, event with green tea, just a whole bunch of green tea. So it's like you're you're doing some yoga. It felt awesome because it was really relaxing, but then you're also getting the green tea. Um, I just felt amazing the rest of the day. Nice. So is it like yoga and meditation? Yeah, it be- it's like like mixed up. Like you do um, oh. like sun salutations, and then there's also like a um, like a brief kind of like um, zazen. Okay. Just sitting. It was really good. Cool. Yeah, and it was sprinkled with tea tastings. Nice. Just to switch it up uh, and also to caffeinate the attendees. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> it was awesome. That's cool. So tell us about Nomo. What exactly is a the concept there? What do you have 
Yeah, sure. So uh, Nomu, I would say, is um, something that we've always wanted to do in -hmm. conjunction with uh, the nonprofit that I co-founded in El Paso called Fab Lab. Uh, Fab Lab is essentially a community focused and community facing digital design and fabrication mm-hmm. um, space, yeah. otherwise known as a makerspace. And the first Fab Lab ever was started at MIT, um, and now there's over, I think, 500 Fab Labs worldwide on every continent. Oh, sweet. And, you know, a lot of Fab Labs in major cities. Yeah. When I first moved to El Paso um, from Tokyo, I you know, was disappointed that there weren't really, there wasn't really a makerspace culture here. So Mm -hmm. I just decided, you know, well, you know, the community here definitely needs a place where they can uh, get creative and have access to all these tools and resources and Mm -hmm. equipment to turn their ideas into actual projects. And so, you know, we started the Fab Lab, but I've always visited other makerspaces in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and have found them to be sort of these sterile spaces full of um, mostly men, mostly white, mostly very educated, uh, very specialized and can't really speak in normal language Uh to people who uh, aren't so specialized. Um, So when I was in Tokyo, I was really inspired by the maker culture there because there Mm -hmm. was always very focused on the social tech, it was focused on women and designers. Um, and I was inspired by this place that I visited in Tokyo called Fab Cafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was a coffee shop, that, but it had a giant laser cutter right in the smack middle of the coffee shop. And all these what? designers and architects would come and just use the laser cutter to create like models and little projects and these beautiful, intricate objects. Um, and you would, you know, sit there and drink a cup of coffee or have um, a bite to eat and you would just watch this creative process happening in front of you and I think it was just such a relaxing atmosphere and it Mm -hmm. was the complete opposite of how maker culture was in the U.S. where it was all about you know the specs the tech the machines like Mm -hmm. uh, robotics engineering and it was less so focused on like art and design and the human aspects of creativity Mm -hmm. so uh, Nomu Cafe is sort of our interpretation um, in conjunction with Fab Lab, of what a DIY-inspired, art-inspired maker cafe would look like, okay. situated um, in our community on the borderland. That wow, sounds that awesome. sounds really cool. So, how do you like? If I want to belong to that space, what what do I need to do? So, um, Nomu is open to everybody, uh, to the to the public. It's a you know, it's it's just like a normal cafe. Fab Lab operates on a membership. Basis. So it's sort of like mm-hmm. a gym membership, mm-hmm. except you're exercising your brain power or brain muscles mm-hmm. um, instead of, you know, doing legs or whatever <laughs> it is that people do <laughs> at gyms. I wouldn't know, really. Um, lifting uh, heavy things. Lifting things, lifting things up and putting them back down. Um, and so it's $50 a month, and you get unlimited access to all the tools and equipment that we have, which includes 3D printers, laser cutters, virtual reality software development, uh, kits, electronics benches. We have more uh, traditional, I guess, analog equipment like sewing machines. Um, We have audiovisual equipment that's, you know, open to our members to use or to rent. Um, And then we have the heavy industrial machines like CNC, a four feet by eight feet Mm -hmm. CNC Mm -hmm. shop bot that can, you know, cut through. Wood, plastic, um, 
How I mean, cool. That's yeah. super interesting. Right in the heart of <laughs> so like if we want to be like a build a screen or anything like that, you can just show up with your wood and Exactly. Yeah, the idea is really to, <laughs> you know, empower individuals in our community because um, not everyone is everyone hasn't a good idea. Yeah. But not not everybody have the money to, you know, spend to hire someone to do all the fabrication for right. them. And um, a lot of people in our community already are very handy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's part of Chicano culture mm-hmm. to you know get really hands on and DIY with yes. projects, and so I think it fits right in with you know what what the talent and creativity we already have here. Um, and yeah, so people just bring their own material, mm-hmm. and we've seen like just such a wide variety of projects. It's it's actually very inspiring. It's my favorite part of my job is to see all the creative and amazing things that people make here on the borderland. Um, uh-huh. For instance, right now, actually, we just um, took on a custom project today, which was why I was running around, mm-hmm. um, is uh, we are working with an artist who was from El Paso. His name is Adrian Esparza, okay. and he's commissioned us to do several mm-hmm. geometric panels for an exhibit that he has coming up in Miami. Okay. Um, so last year, or actually early this, earlier this year, we collaborated with him on an art show in Brooklyn, New York. Um, he was featured in a brick uh, ma- magazine that was uh-huh. published on various artists that used mixed media. Wow. And so, yeah, so it's, it's just really, you know, people don't even know that, um, you know, amazing artists mm-hmm. exist in our community and yeah. they're yeah. using digital design and fabrication to take their art to the next level. Yeah. We, we have a question online, actually. I think it's the oh, first really? thing that ever happens. And, oh, my uh, God. So, Wow! Um, Do you have classes? Do you offer classes? I guess, I guess it's a really cool question because you never know if. Oh my God! You never know uh, if you. you know. I want to go and I don't know how to do something. I want to learn. Yeah. So absolutely. So it all goes back to you know what I was saying before about we don't want to be the kind of space where you already need to be a tech native or an expert uh-huh. to walk in through the door. I mean, we want to be the kind of space where you can bring your grandma, who's like, who can't even turn on her computer, <laughs> right. she can walk away right. with, like with some awesome 3D printed thing, you know I mean? We want to make it very user friendly, we want to make it uh, very beginner friendly, so mm-hmm. we do host a series of workshops and orientations nice. and uh, trainings and classes, so it's, it's a really good mix of um, either project-based workshops where you mm-hmm. come in for a one-time sort of deal and you walk away with a small project mm-hmm. that you've made or you can come for a series of training so we've done a uh, for instance a web development course that was over the course of six weeks nice. uh, twice a week and people walk away with a completely new set of skills which they can then apply to whatever job it is that they're you know doing yeah. so. take that course <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to start taking just in case I need to fix my email. Tech support. Tech support. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you about that in one of That's really cool. All right. yeah, and all the classes, um, info on that is available on our website. Okay. Um, so just go to the calendar and everything is what's, listed. What's the website? It's fablabelpaso.org. Nice. Fablabelpaso.org, guys. All right. Well, let's start with the questions. Let's get personal here. All right. So, <laughs> so let's make this uh, like a two-parter, I guess. Yeah. So you're given two plane tickets. One plane ticket, you're going to go anywhere to have just like the best tea. Where would you go? A plane ticket to go anywhere to have the best tea? Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, it would. I would say it would hands down have to be China. All right. Nice. Any tea that you were looking for specifically in China? Um, actually, yeah, there was this tea that my mom brought for me, uh, which I, you know, coveted for a really long time, but now I've uh, run out. Uh-huh. And so I think it was a, it was a kind of, um, it was a kind of pur, which is the fermented tea that we had, yeah. but oh, it was infused nice. with, um, a flower. Okay. And this flower isn't, uh, it doesn't have a common name in English, mm-hmm. um, and it has a really long Latin name, so I cannot remember <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Um, but it just has this such an amazing floral scent. Okay. Um, but combined with that, you know, very rich, bold taste. So, anyways, I'm on this quest right now to find this tea. <laughs> if I had a plane ticket, I would definitely be go uh, to China. Going and get to China some of that and tea? yes and. Okay. <laughs> so what if it were to be a cocktail? That's the other plane ticket. Where oh. would you go to have a cocktail? I, my, I would hands down go to my favorite cocktail bar, which is in New York City where I grew up. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's at Death & Co. Oh, oh hell yes. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Jared. Hopefully you're listening one of these days. He's yeah. one of the bartenders. He's awesome yeah, guy. It is. It's such an amazing space. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. I've been going there now for I don't know, like probably six over six years, seven years. Um, and every time I go, the cocktails are amazing. I've oh, never yeah. been disappointed, oh. not once. No, I, I don't think you could get disappointed. Yeah. That would be a really yeah. big deal if Pretty you got much. disappointed by Death and Company. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, and it's 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 amazing. I just bought their cocktail uh, book that they published. So the biggest black cocktail. The big one, one? yeah, the one yeah. that you can bludgeon someone with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have it there. I'm like, in case somebody wants to take anything, you can just bam, yeah, okay, just throw it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Finally, you've met someone who's just as into it as oh, you yeah. are. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> we we base a lot of the stuff from Death and Company here, so. So if, I know. if you were to make a cocktail after yourself, what would that cocktail be? I think I already did. Uh, it was actually one of the first things that my husband, no, now my husband, at the time we were just dating, one of the uh, sweetest things he ever did was mm-hmm. we invented a cocktail together when we first met, and oh. then he named it after me. Wow, or that's Not that's after really me particularly, cool. but he named it the Red Panda. Because uh, his nick- nickname for me was Panda, <laughs> uh, and he had Jamaica in the drink. And oh, nice! It was the first time I was, I, I met him. So he's from El Paso originally. Uh huh. And before I met him, I really wasn't living because I had no idea how delicious certain things were until I was exposed to, you know, Chicano culture. So Jamaica is one of those things where I like had and then I couldn't live without. Yeah. The other one would be micheladas. Awesome. The other one would be. Uh, Actually, you know, finding out what a real shrimp cocktail is supposed to taste like. Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> none of that bullshit. Yeah, none of that, like the no, little uh, cocktail, uh, 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 the shrimp hanging from yeah, the. I was, no, no, no. I was pretty much uh, horrified. He, so he always had to specify that uh, no, it's not the white people's shrimp cocktail. Yeah. It's the Mexican. It's the we Mexican actually do one. the same oh thing. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, uh, I yeah, think I know no. what I want to eat later. <laughs> I want some some cocktail de camarón mm, and. Uh, yeah. Aguachiles. That's, that's a good move, mm. though, to name a drink oh after. Mm. Aguachiles is so good. Yeah. Like, so, wow. so what's what's in the drink? It's, it's a, a Jamaica and, and what else? Jamaica yeah. and it had St. Germain's elderflowers, which is okay. my drink right now. <laughs> um, and I think it was rum-based because oh, we're wow. both big oh, fans of rum. Cool. 
Uh, and then I can't taste. remember it. Oh, and yeah. Angostura bitters. Mm. Okay. And you know what? I can't remember the rest. Try it at home. Make a red panda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we can always we can always ask the bartender yeah. to make it for <laughs> you. It's funny because he gave me a bag of dried Jamaica flowers so that I can make it when uh-huh. I went back mm-hmm. home to New York. And I think my mom thought it was like some drugs that I was smoking what? or something because it was just in a bag and it was all yeah, dried. All dried and she up. couldn't figure out what it was. It was just, I think she was like, uh, you know, I, I concerned for me. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's say that you are back home. You're all tired. What would be your nightcap drink of choice? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I would say probably some golden milk. Mm. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so some, but I would make it vegan because okay. I have lactose intolerance. So I yeah. mean, if I, if I wanted to, you know, have a nightcap and not be up all night, I probably <laughs> don't want any dairy. I'd stay away from that stuff. Um, would you put yeah. any alcohol in it? Probably not. Just no. uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a super super big on alcohol. I used to be a t- <laughs> total alcoholic when I was living in New York. But then ever since I had my kid, I've just had to tone it down. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I probably wouldn't put it. And also, when you have a toddler, they ask for everything that you drink. So, oh yeah. Uh, so you kind of quickly learn that you know if if they're still like up and running around that you don't want to put anything your drink just in case they're like mommy can i get a sip uh-huh. and they get all mad if you know you don't give it to them so, <laughs> <laughs> or so you go- golden give it to them. golden milk is turmeric and some people milk, put like ginger milk. yeah some people put so it's turmeric um and then some people put a little bit of ginger powder in it to give mm-hmm. it that extra boost Ooh, uh, some people also get really fancy and put some you know orange zest it's all it's all up oh, to you and good. then yeah, and then you can uh, just add any milk of choice. I personally had a really delicious uh, golden milk the other day that my husband made for me at Nomu. He made it with coconut milk. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I've done and, that and yeah, and it tasted kind of like uh, drinking a really delicious Thai curry. Ooh. Oh, because it had the you know the the coconut right and then the, the turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like it was kind of savory but very like relaxing and. And very good. I like spiced stuff, so to me, that's like a really delicious drink. Something that reminds me of Thai curry is awesome. <laughs> yes. I right, would like an alcoholic golden milk, though. That would be. Oh, that would I be know. It's like, what would you put? I would put like rum. I think mm-hmm. rum or, or bourbon would be good. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So, what would you prefer to drink? I mean, home. I mean, you say you have a kid, so would you prefer to go home and have a drink, or do you just like to hang out at bars every now and then? Oh, I like to go home and have a drink. I'm kind of a homebody. I think I've always been, like, um, you know, uh, not... I'm kind of introverted, so Mm -hmm. going out to me, like, has to be, you know, really, really worth my time to be surrounded by people, and then I always have to decompress for, like, I don't know, a week afterwards. Um, I, I like being at home with a small group of friends yeah. that I invite over and just chill. That's like my ideal drinking vibe or ambience. Beautiful. Yeah, that's very chill. Yeah, and I think, like, how could how could a podcast like this benefit a person who likes that kind of drinking experience? Like at home? Yeah. You can listen to the podcast. Yeah, while you can just <laughs> listen to the podcast while you're drinking. Get some ideas. Yeah, you know, we always sure. throw out there like. Go get that book from Death and Company yeah. and start experimenting at home while you listen oh, yeah. to oh, us. Oh, that's <laughs> brilliant. Yes. Yeah, I think that's how. So, 
So Nomu, like you guys have kombucha on tap, mm-hmm. you guys have bottled beer, right? Yes. And beer on tap? Okay. So there's there's, oh, a, nice. there's a lot down there that you can you have. You have wine? Yeah, well. so it's a it's a very cozy space. Okay. Um, you know, the, the cafe is really, um, it, it's supposed to be like a very cozy feel. It's To me, it's always been more like, I wanted it to be like a vegan convenience store. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of like a corner store, very moms and pops, kind of like half bodega, oh, like half that. like coffee shop. Um, and so we have we have everything. I mean, it's it's small, but it's well stocked. Yeah. We have specialty local roasted coffee. We have um, specialty teas, um, and we have craft beers in cans. Also local beer on tap, local kombucha on tap. Awesome. And uh, handcrafted nitro cold brew on tap. Is that from Tradecraft? <laughs> no, oh, it's actually from us. Oh, that! Oh, you guys yeah. do that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> not at all. No, Tradecraft's cold brew is amazing, too. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we have it here. So I know that people like it I'm a wearing lot. the shirt. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. It sounds like something that we, we've been looking for because we lived in Chicago for a long time, and it's just something that we couldn't find here. So mm-hmm. now it's like... Ooh. That little tap, corner coffee place where they have all the stuff that that we like. Right, kind of like people. off the beaten path. I mean, yeah. I think that you know, we kind of wanted to offer things that you wouldn't otherwise be able to find easily um, elsewhere in El Paso. And I've always, you know, liked being very inclusive. Of um, I have a lot of friends who are vegan, gluten-free, and I always feel horrible when they go to places and they just sit there and watch you eat, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. that, that shouldn't happen. Um, so I decided to only carry uh, plant-based food and mm-hmm. pastries and mm-hmm. snacks so that when you invite friends over, I mean, come on, like, we, we can we can all eat the meat that we want, you know, easily yeah. at any any block that you walk down you'd probably find a place where you can eat all right. meat um, cuisine so why not have a place you know where you can get all vegan yeah because everybody if you eat meat you eat plant as well exactly, so it's really right. easy for you to be like you know what yeah one of these days I'm just gonna give it a go I can eat plants and then I can go back yeah. home and eat my Do meat something good for but your somebody that's vegan doesn't really have that yeah, choice so I wanted to be you know serving the lowest common denominator mm-hmm. and really bring the community together I, I've always you know wanted Fab Lab to be an inclusive space to appeal to everyone and the same philosophy really underlies um, Nomu as well. So yeah, yeah, cool. So how you like El Paso? I mean, from you, you were born and raised in Tokyo, or no? How, I was. Uh, I'm Chinese. I was born in China, and okay. then I went to New York City when I was eight and a half. Okay. And I stayed in the city until I went to college. Okay. Um, and then I went to Duke University in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and then after that, I went to Tokyo. Okay. Uh, I went back to the city for a little bit, and then I went to Tokyo to do my master's. Oh, okay. And then that's when, after my master's, I came back to El Paso with my husband. (laughs) Okay, that's that's how she landed in El Paso. It's a husband. World traveler. Yes, it's true. That's really cool. I've never been to Tokyo or China. Yeah, we have to go. Ask me the question about the, flay, uh, the free plane, plane ticket. ticket. <laughs> <laughs> plane ticket. 
I'm going to Tokyo. Probably, right like, after. He would probably go somewhere. That, I don't know where you would have a drink, but I know you would go to that subway station and have some sushi. Japan, yeah. 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 Tokyo is amazing for drinks <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what Alexis yeah. chose on that, on her episode, right? No. To Tokyo? No, she said Bali. No? Oh, Bali. Okay. okay. Didn't she? Yeah, I think so. See, she, she's like, I'm going to go as far away as possible. We'll make it. <laughs> if it's for free, then why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. so do you have a uh, like a, a drunk story that you can share with us? A drunk story? Yeah. Maybe yeah. something at, from Death & Co. when you had one too many cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see, like, the problem with drunk stories is that if you remember it, then, it, then it's <laughs> not a good not drunk not story. Good. <laughs> it's not good enough, so we have to ask somebody else. You have to ask your husband. Right, exactly. So I think the best person to ask would be my husband. I do remember that... Uh, recently, I, ha- I think there was a going away party for one of my interns at Fab Lab, uh-huh. and we went to um, we went to Rubik's. Okay. Okay. And I, you know, I think I got a little bit crazy with the happy campers there because I didn't. <laughs> I was like four dollars, like you know, it can't possibly be that high in alcohol. So I had like I don't know five or six. Uh, and then I was giving like unwanted life advice to my intern <laughs> about where he should take his career. Oh my! And then um, yeah, I just felt really bad the next day because I kind of remember rambling on a little bit, uh-huh. of, you know, about like oh, like you know, let me tell you about life. Like, <laughs> he's just probably and like, he's oh, just like looking it. at me, like kind of frightened. <laughs> um, and then I remember getting into an argument with my husband over some over something like technical, of course, because we're nerds. And then, uh, and then falling asleep, still arguing mid sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, saying things that are completely non sequiturs. And so my husband <laughs> reminded me the next day about how I wasn't making any sense. You're, like you're not making any sense. Yeah. So that's like my most. I think that was my most recent drunk story. But I'm sure I've had wilder ones uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger. But those will remain hidden. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to get the last word, though. Just, like, stop right in the middle of the sentence. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's true. I mean, if you fall mm-hmm. asleep, they can't have the last word. <laughs> I, know, I know somebody that does that. When he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to stay up, but sometimes if you are, you he like starts talking about gnomes and Snow White and so, shit so. like that. I'm like, okay, that's it. We can't fight anymore Go because you're not making sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go to bed. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep now. <laughs> yeah, it has happened. Awesome. <laughs> right, is there anything else you'd like to share about Nomu or about Fab Lab with our audience? Yeah, how about the events other than the the meditation yoga? Do you have anything else coming that up? That sounds really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have a, you know, we like to kind of, uh, like I said, do something different um, and kind of push people to step outside of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. We, um, we have an event that's called Bots and Brew mm-hmm. where you come and you enjoy a drink of your choice. Uh, uh-huh. It could be, you know, I mean, if you're not an, uh, an alcohol drinker, you can get coffee or tea. And if you are, you can enjoy any of our craft beers or beer on tap. And uh, you basically play with robots while drinking. Oh, sweet. That's yeah, so, cool. so, I mean, what can possibly go wrong, right? <laughs> Robot fight. Robots <laughs> and beer. Yeah. Robots I'm, and beer, I know. It's clear. I'm getting, I'm really getting cool some ideas over happen. here, baby. <laughs> so we have that event recurring. I think it's the first Thursday of every month. Um, and, yeah, so it... You know, it's a very open-ended sort of uh, event. We have a ro- seasoned robotics instructor. He actually also teaches our kids' robotics class, uh-huh. which is why he needs a drink afterwards. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah, so he guides you through 
programming these humanoid robots, and you can teach them to dance, dance, to break dance, or to recognize your voice and do something wild. Oh, um, that's really, really cool. Yeah, and you teach get to like write the to code. Do that? Yeah, you write the code for Breakbot. It. Woo. <laughs> I guess that's where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> teach them how to do the moon dance, the, the Michael Jackson one. Right? Exactly. Cool. Yeah, I mean, nice. we've had, you know, the students in our robotics class yeah. have come up with some pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I need. I think I'll get my, my cousins in on this because they're interested in computer science. But, like, I can't just go, like, okay, guys, this is what an array is. This is what a vector is. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll get them in on this class because... That's exciting. Robotics. Yeah. Exciting. I mean, I don't want to use the word class because then immediately people are like, oh, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's it's more of a fun. I mean, I always think if it's not fun, then it's not worth doing, yeah. to yeah. be honest. So, um, you know, it, no experience required. You do not even need to know, like, anything about robotics. All you need to have is just fingers to type. And if you don't have fingers, we'll 3D print you some. Mm-hmm. It's, it's to- totally fine. Like Anybody can come. Bring your grandma, because I would love to see an 80-year-old woman program a robot. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's cool. That's exciting. I want to go back down there and do that. Now I want to go and take pictures and do a bunch of Photoshop stuff and print it. Like, really yeah, because yeah. you have the station for Photoshop, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we have the whole like Adobe suite. We uh-huh. have, like... We have a sponsorship from Microsoft um, Azure. Oh, Azure, Azure? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Azure, yeah. So, um, you know, and we have like, I don't know, access to over 200 Udemy mm-hmm. courses um, for Ooh, members. Cool. So, anytime you want to come, just pick it up. And, you know, we just want people to really focus on self improvement and self motivated right. project based learning. You know? Okay. Yeah, and I can really vouch for Udemy. I've only started using them this year, but dude, wow. Like, you can get, like, like honestly, Better than some of my college education in some cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and way cheaper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes you just go and pay for bullshit you don't need. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're also learning from people in the industries, right. and it's always a, a yeah. much more valuable sort of um, set of knowledge because, you know, they mm-hmm. know what's happening. They're not like armchair philosophers. Yeah. Right. So, like, music production, if you're into that, if you want to be a SoundCloud rapper, I mean, join the Fab Lab. Yes. You'll, you'll have everything cool. that you need. Because so you, you have said, a music production station also. Yeah. 50 per month, you said? It's a membership? 50 per month is the membership, 40 for students and okay. military. So Is there a contract or is it just like a month-by-month thing? Nope. We, it's not non-recurring because mm-hmm. I am a forgetful person and yeah. I always forget to cancel my subscription, so I hate it when uh, they sneakily sign me up. So I um, am fervently against automatic enrolled, unless you can buy six-month memberships or Uh year-month memberships, um, but we're we're not going to automatically charge you. We'll always give you the choice of renewing. That is awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming over and talking to us. And just remember, guys, go to Nomu Cafe, pay your visit, Fab Lab. So they're on Facebook, they're yes. on Instagram. You can see all the delicious food that they have out there on the IG. Yep. Um, so go ahead and follow them. You can follow us also. We're inside the Drinker Studio. We're on Facebook. We're on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. Instagram. Uh, tell your friends about us. Leave a review. It helps us get more listeners. Yeah, and now apparently we're going live whenever we do this with uh, Juan's 360 Juan's camera. Juan's 360 wow. camera. Hell yeah. Cool tech, man. Cool tech. <laughs> Moving on up. All right, thank you for listening. Love you. Mean it. Thank you. The parents speak to me.